Yeah, and then I took a bath. Oh, and, wow. And that felt good. Yeah, I'm having some me time. That's super luxurious. Oh, my I, God. Are, are you wearing a bathrobe right now? Yeah, I am. I got to say, man, investing <laughs> in the bathrobe when you take baths is, like, such a good thing. I uh, I used Camille's conditioner. Oh, God. So you were really luxuriating. Oh, yeah. My hair smells nice. Ugh. I'm so, I'm so happy for you, and also kind of jealous if I'm being totally honest. Alex, there's nothing that's stopping you, and listener, podcast listener, there's nothing that's stopping you from, uh, just, you know, filling up a bath. There's self care, and then there is, uh, being selfish, and this is self care. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to call me selfish. Which... No, I don't. Th- I don't think you're being selfish at all. You gotta you, uh, taking a bath and then wearing a nice robe is not selfish. Using some nice conditioner is not selfish. Saying you can't text your friend back because you're practicing self care that might be a little selfish. <laughs> your friend is being selfish by texting you. So nobody, you know, nobody was texting me. Areas. No, no one texted me. me. No one wanted to talk to me. I do. You texted me earlier. That's right. I didn't text you. I'm not texting your dumb self selfish ass. Welcome to Bundle Buddies. This is a podcast where we play through the itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality. My name is Alex Honnett. And my name is Eric Taylor Roth. The itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality was launched in June 2020 during the massive outcry for racial justice following George Floyd's murder by police. It has 1,741 items from 840 plus creators, and it raised over $8 million. All proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, as well as the Community Bail Fund. This is episode 13, and we have played 37 of the 1,365 playable games in the bundle. Thank you for joining us today. Awesome, awesome. How's it going, Alex? Awesome sauce. Awesome. Hey, Alex, what are you playing? Awesome sauce. <laughs> That's uh, not I'm, I'm playing a couple things this week. I feel good. I, I am uh, being true to the independent spirit of this podcast. I'm playing a game on itch.io called the called Dorfromantic. Oh. Um, it's a really simple, lovely game where you put down tiles that they give you uh, that create kind of this pastoral landscape. And the different tiles are different things, and there's different challenges you do. So as you're going on, it'll be like create a cluster of like a, a city with like six houses and there'll be different tiles that you get that have like one house or two houses, three houses, maybe a railroad, a field, these things you create like at the top, there's these rules of what you have to do. And when you complete the things, you get extra tiles. And the point is just to never run out of tiles. So you get to create these incredibly charming, beautiful, moving pastoral landscapes like the stuff's in motion um as you are completing these things and it's just a very calming relaxing sweet game i love it dude that sounds incredible 
It's fucking awesome, Eric. I think you'd really like it. And it's a demo right now, too, so it's free. Uh, final version's not out yet. The Windows one is a little further along than the Mac one. And they don't have any music, so you can just put on your own incredibly chill music <laughs> and kind of zone out. It's I, I strongly recommend it. It's self-care on the level of that uh, bath you just took. Uh, that sounds great. If I had been playing that while taking my bath, I might not have come to record the podcast. I don't blame you. It's just like um, way too the- relaxed. Just like, I feel no need. I feel, <laughs> I feel no need to participate in your earthly pleasures. Uh, I've also been playing a game called uh, Flamberg by Heidziki, I think is how the name's pronounced. Uh, it's one of the people who made an upcoming game that we play called Platform Fighters in a few weeks. Oh, cool. Um, I found out about them through like checking out like, you know, the, the shared things. Um, on, on itch.io the shared Sweet. projects and that one is really cool it's an unfinished sort of like uh really interesting strategy game that's oh, cool. uh, very fun yeah i think i think you'd actually like both these games a lot and um it feels fun just be like chipping away and being like what are these indie games out here what's going on what can i, oh, what can yeah. I check? so there's that's that's fun, what i'm doing fun, there's fun stuff out there uh I haven't been playing anything. I am working on my zine. I just ordered some covers for the zine and three short stories by Eric T. Roth will be coming out in like two weeks. Oh my God. Message him, DM him on Twitter and get after him for the zine. It's coming. Eric T. Roth. Let's talk (laughs) about this episode, Alex. Great. Uh, Our guest this week is Caitlin Linden. She's a comedian, clown, and Twitch streamer. Uh, She streams as Kate Lard, that's C-A-I-T-L-A-R-D, uh, on Twitch. If you're a fan of her stream and are checking us out for the first time, welcome to Bundle Buddies. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, yeah. And we, uh, we've got a cause that we're donating to this week uh, that Caitlin recommended. Uh, if you donate and send proof to BundleBuddiesPodcast at gmail.com, we will shout you out on the show. We have to say anything that you write uh, Caitlin selected uh, CELA, Neighborhood Homeless Coalition, as her cause. We've highlighted them and their important work before, and uh, we're really excited to do it again. Where other hopelessness fo- organizations are focused on the big picture goal of reducing homelessness on the city, county, and state level, uh, CELA's work occurs on the neighborhood, encampment, and individual level. Uh, it allows them to provide detailed, sustained, and relationship-driven support to um, our unhoused neighbors while providing vital firsthand on-the-ground information to representatives on the city, county, and larger nonprofit organizations. Uh, Nithya Raman, who we have also talked about and who won her city council race, was one of the co-founders. And we've donated to them. If you donate and send proof to Bundle Bodies Podcast uh, at gmail.com, we'll shout you out on the show. That's it. Let's uh, let's get into this. This is a great episode. Caitlin's wonderful, and we oh, had a she's good time. incredible. Yeah, it, it, this was a blast. Here we go. Okay. I mean, this banter has been great already. I'm ready to call it. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think let's that's go the pod. To sleep. <laughs> I'm exhausted. It's like a freaking nap. I haven't already. taken a single breath. I have coffee. Um, a CBD drink and a tall glass of water. So. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? I'm okay. Crazy. I'm actually doing great because I've got all the tall drinks of water I need with you two on the line. So here we go. Oh, oh Alex, Alex, please come that's on. Inappropriate. This is a family <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I know we've all got people we love, but for right now, the only people that matter in the world are us three right during now. this podcast. Yeah, right. right at the moment. Right now. Right now.
Right uh, here. Right now. Right here. Right now. Is that, is that the corn song? Um, <laughs> no, it's like that. It's like a weird like Euro pop song. Cool. Well, since this isn't a Europop podcast, uh, well, here's my question: Can it be a Europop podcast? Yeah. Do, we, do we pivot? Strong pivot. Strong pivot right now. So, Caitlin, we're going to send you a couple of big trance songs to listen to, <laughs> and we'll just do sort of like a, a talk along over it. Yeah, Caitlin, when did you get into Europop? All of a sudden, I mean, really just. <laughs> moments ago it just kind of uh it fell into my lap it and, feels uh, like uh you know okay all right but I, I think it's time to give the the listeners the 20 listeners exactly what they want and caitlin tell us about your introduction to video games where did you start um wow well i was just uh i was a regular 90s kid i had um i had a super nintendo that i got when i was um seven nice and um and then i had a game boy uh around the same time you know the old one the the one that would leak battery acid the black yeah. and white one yeah. uh <laughs> Wait, straight into both... a game boy color yeah my my hands got burned clean off but it didn't stop me what's, what's <laughs> so funny is like there so there was the original game boy that's like the green one and then there's the black and white one you know before the game boy color so Wait, there's I a, I, thank you, thank you for adding to my my depth of uh, knowledge. I, I just love I just love that where it's like yeah I had the ancient Game Boy that was black and white. Forget I had about the, first the green game one. system. It was an Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, speaking of my neighbor's computer caught fire yesterday. What? Yeah, Chris's former buddy, or well, not former buddy. He's still alive. He he didn't also catch fire. Uh, Chris, Chris. you say Chris's former buddy, but you mean Chris, comma former buddy. Chris, comma. formal like bundle buddy. Like he's a guest. He's a former he's a guest. Buddy. He's a bundle he's a, buddy. He's a forever bundle buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he his computer <laughs> caught fire. Holy shit. Yeah, that's horrific. I know. We're really hoping he can get some money out of it. Anyway, did your <laughs> Game Boy actually leak battery acid on you? Yeah, I mean, I just, I would know, I was like, what's going on? This seems broken, mom. And then, yeah. <laughs> Did you taste yeah. it? Did you guys ever lick batteries as a kid? Yeah, I, I would put them in my mouth every now and again. No, but I feel like I missed out because I would never do that now. There's plenty of time. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite uh, Super Nintendo game? I really liked Yoshi's Island. Great is game. that, what is Yoshi's Island? It's the one where you... It's Yoshi. You play as Yoshi, and then he has a trail of eggs behind him that you mm -hmm. can use as weapons. And um, <laughs> let me let it let it be known. I think I have to um, back up because I kind of sound like I'm good at maybe games, but I've never beaten a game. <laughs> I've, I've played Super Mario World. I've I've played Pokemon games. I've never beaten a single game. Do you I've just played. do you just get bored? Is that what's up or? Are you, bad? Yeah, <laughs> Are you bad? I think they get pretty hard. And um, when I get to those really hard levels, it's usually by a stroke of luck, mm -hmm. you know, like, and I just, I think I get a little impatient, but I've played, I've logged so many hours. It's astonishing. I have not beaten a game, but I don't know that I'd be like a Nintendo game as a child. Like it wasn't until I feel like there was a point where, they the game designers made it easier to beat video games yeah. it was like they realized that kids liked beating the games right. and so they were like 
I don't know. You just just sort of like do it enough, and then eventually you'll you'll get it. But you've just never have you like actually never beaten a game. I've actually never beaten a game. Wow, that's that's impressive. that's a that's truly wild. That's I a love feat. That. Well, I can think of that. There's there's always games that I'll like play that I won't beat, but you know, oh, I definitely yeah. have beaten some games. I I've congrats, Alex. I finish a Thank lot. You, of, Caitlin. I don't Thank finish so a, much. a lot of novels. I like get halfway through a book and then I think I get my I get attracted to another book. So most mm. of my books have like whatever bookmark i picked up at like whatever, <laughs> whatever bookstore you got it from or something yeah, like that they're like a weird they're like weird time yeah. capsules you could just like pick a book off a shelf and be like ah yes 2005 when i was in ikea <laughs> oh my god that's, well that's you know it's, it's, it's in the name too. it's uh for you the book's only good as long as it's novel and when it stops being that way you know yeah you're right i don't want to i yeah i don't want to i don't want to hear what happens it's too scary <laughs> i like yeah i'm all set i could have written a better story uh <laughs> is, is that I is thought. i mean that is his actual policy about video games so you're not too far off he's <laughs> <laughs> like it's not that i could have done this better but here's what i would have wanted from this thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're no longer feeling um surprised and enjoying it yeah my imagination is better than everybody else's i'm, yeah, I'm sorry but i'm not that sorry it's a sorry. curse sorry that i'm not sorry that i'm novel sorry um uh, that wasn't uh, very good uh, where okay caitlin where did you go from super nintendo tell me that riddle me that i Batman. i stopped Oh, okay. Um, I had a neighbor that had an N64. I would go play like Mario Kart. um, And then I didn't really play games again until high school. And I had Mm. a boyfriend who had a GameCube. And so Mm. I would play Harvest Moon. Um, Nice. I I don't really remember. Oh, Metroid. We would play Metroid. And. and then I stopped again. And then I had a boyfriend later who had an Xbox and he would try to get me to play Call of Duty. And I want you guys to bookmark this in your uh-huh. editing process because I I didn't like playing Call of Duty. I was really bad at it. And I wouldn't play with him because I was just like, this isn't fun for me. And, um, and then I, I stopped again. And then recently over quarantine... I bought a gaming PC. Went, went all in. All in on a gaming PC. Wow. <laughs> Did you also grow a neck beard? A little one, yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. On the inside. Wait, why are we bookmarking the Call of Duty? What are we coming back to it? What well, Caitlin's become a bit of a streamer. She's on Twitch streaming that game, right? Oh, right. thank you, Caitlin. Thank you for answering my question, Caitlin. <laughs> well, um, I was I can't do a good Alex, so <laughs> no, try, try it. Let me hear what it would sound like. Um, uh, guys. <laughs> How, I how was novel. emailing Amazing. everyone and nobody read it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good right uh very good okay okay so tell me about streaming caitlin um okay uh so the only reason i've been streaming on twitch is because um some people i was doing sketch comedy with before covid they all bought gaming pcs and it kind of so in this time we've not been able to perform you know, we've been kind of isolated. 
and I used to perform a lot um, and I really missed that part of my life. And so <laughs> I don't want to say I'm doing comedy on Twitch. Okay. Because okay. Uh, we can edit not, that out. Yeah. But you are. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I I think when I play games like Call of Duty, it's really funny because <laughs> I'm bad at it, and mm. the, and the people I play with are really good at it, and so it's kind of like we're experiencing life through the eyes of a child. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, sure. like I'm I'm not trying to be really good at it. I, I it's not that I'm trying to be bad at it. I'm just kind of like along for the ride. It doesn't matter if I lose, but people take losing super seriously. Mm-hmm. Are you on In a Call team? Is that how it works with Call of Duty? No, you can like hop in in and around. I could. Um, I just bought Cold War, where mm. you take orders from Ronald Reagan. Oh boy! I know it's really bizarre. I was just like, "What am I doing?" That is so fucking weird. I had to like, check love... in with myself and be like, "This is funny, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I love the like simulating a world where you're taking orders from Ronald Reagan and then just fucking up so bad. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, no. not even being the the right type. Of guy like well there is... my buddies i'm always yeah if i get the the option between doing like a bad thing or a good thing i i tend to get really nervous about doing the bad thing yeah like, me too yeah, yeah like i remember i played i did play a computer game um kotor did you guys ever play knights of the old republic no but i that's like a a very well-regarded famous game right yeah and it's like um you you go along and the choices you make either make you like a good guy a jedi or a bad guy a sith and like Mm. there's not really like a lot in the middle and i and i can't help but like feel a little bad to go bad or I guess, oh, like, yeah. you know, that like Westworld, it's the same as Westworld. Where it's like, are you black hat cowboy? Or are you white hat cowboy? Like, do you in Knights of the Old Republic, are you ever given the opportunity to like slaughter a bunch of children? Like in the oh, yeah, movies? Uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Executive Order 66. <laughs> I forget what they call it. It was a long time. You ago. would kill younglings. If no, 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 no. Okay, first of all, I didn't get very far, didn't beat the game, but mm. didn't feel I didn't feel comfortable being that bad. Like maybe I'd be a little like sassy in like the, <laughs> the options they give you to respond, but like, yeah, it's hard to go full bad because you're kind of like checking your own morality. Well, it's funny too because like the if the video game is like you know shoot this person in the head, I'm usually like yep, shoot that thing in the head, and then the video game is like. Uh, do you want to abandon this child? Or do you want to like what bring game? it to its mother? <laughs> that is really funny. Just the presentation of like, oh yeah, shooting this person in the head is completely a neutral action. Right. Like, there's, like, that's, there's, yeah. There's no question of morality in doing that. It's just, you know, that, <laughs> that gives you this other thing that's like not as bad as taking a I life. I, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm not a bad guy. Right, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm just doing what Ronald Reagan is telling me to. <laughs> Caitlin, I have a question for you. I have never had a significant other that I could really play video games with. What was that like to be like in a high school relationship? Uh, w- would it be like a Friday night sort of a thing and you wouldn't go out, you just stay at home playing video games or like, how did that work? It, it was like a lot of me watching him play video games oh and then I'm a so lot of sorry. like me falling asleep while he was playing video games or like me reading a book or like doing my homework while he was. So it was, it was just like lame. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it wasn't like, 
you know, I'm a rapt audience. Like I've watched for a little while, but my God, like there's, it's not very participatory. How much video games we talking to like a lot? Um, I would say maybe weeks of my life. Oh my God. Maybe just a couple weeks of my life though. And I'm sure it helped me grow. (laughs) (laughs) You learned exactly the kind of person you would never try to be attracted to again. Well, I I feel like I just didn't know. Like, Mm -hmm. I had no reference point for that type of thing. Completely. Yeah, you could have been out having fun with people. You could, or not, or like being bored in some other ways too. Some other way, true. Yeah. I definitely remember. like having friends that I was playing games with and then my girlfriend coming over and like all of us kind of hanging around. But in retrospect, that's just like the worst. I don't it's know. I mean, fun. Yeah. Camille, I think Camille is Camille resents how many video, how much video games I've been playing <laughs> in, uh, in quarantine. Is it just a quiet judgment? No, <laughs> no. She tells me I resent how many video games you play. Hell yeah. No, she's jealous. Just like- She's like, she wishes that she had that kind of form of uh, escapism. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because it is like somewhat meditative for people that are good at it. Not me. I'm, I am <laughs> eyes wide open. I I don't breathe in a normal way. I like get scared and anxious. <laughs> like I'll stop streaming and I'll just be like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find tears rolling down your face? I have <laughs> I'll, like realized that I haven't closed my eyes in a long time. <laughs> um, I did cry on stream one time, but not because of a Call of Duty uh, a session. It was well, because I was doing so a different type of stream that I do on Twitch is um, I call it college university radio station and (laughs) i just do um i just part of part of me is that i've always wanted to like be a dj like and so i'll play i'll just play songs like i'll just play songs that i like and then i'll take some requests and we'll like pull up lyrics and like analyze them and one time someone threw in a really sad song and it just like touched me and I started crying a little bit and then but I had been chopping jalapenos earlier in the night and I like wiped my eyes and it was was really pretty funny I mean so I don't want to say I'm doing hard comedy on Twitch but like you know it's just like it's just a place where you can kind of be yourself and it's like a personality driven platform and i guess that's what i like about (laughs) that's so cool i can't think of the last time i was so moved by something i mean i i you were probably i mean i i I don't want to speak for you but like you're in that sort of performance space when you're you're streaming so you're already kind of like emotionally a little raw do you think that's like what hit you or was it just like it's so powerful i think you're right about the the like headspace because um some people probably actually they do they like log on to Twitch and they just play video games mm-hmm. and they're just like, oh, and like drinking, I don't know, a Mountain Dew can. A, CB- a CBD is. water, a glass of water and a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some people, but me? No, I don't know. It is like a, like you're kind of available yeah. for whatever it is. And so that's what's a little bit scary about Twitch too, because um, I'm sure the second somebody starts trolling me hardcore, I'll be like, I, I quit. Totally. No more Twitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too real not fun but luckily i will say that i have like a pretty good streaming community and so Mm. 
I don't want to say I've got angels, but I've got a few, I've got a few folks that like, they like mod my chat and they like kind of suss things out because it's really hard to do all these things at once to like, mm-hmm. oh, play yeah. game, keep up with the chat, like, and then, um, and then also just like talk. Cause you're sort of talking to no one. It's totally, totally. weird. Yeah. It seems very strange. I've tried to do it once or twice and it's not my thing. Like even playing games with my friends, I end up pretty silent because I'm concentrating very hard. Like it's a, it's a different type of playing, I think. And the people that are good at doing it and playing well are very impressive. It's a skill. I mean, I've gotten better just from doing it, but like I was playing a few chess games last night and I, I mean, I'm pretty good at chess ordinarily, but when I'm streaming chess, like it's that pressure to like do all those things I just mentioned. And so I kind of like eat shit, but it's, you know, it's that thing of like, this is my humble existence. I'm the winner. Like it's okay. When you say you're good at chess, like, what do you mean? Like, did you play chess competitively at one point or are you just, it's just something you've always enjoyed. It's the first game I learned how to play. Wow. um, And I was in chess club there it is. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. I just I just play whenever whenever I can for uh, my whole life, I guess. That's make- awesome. We should play chess. Yeah, we definitely should. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, Eric, you've been playing chess recently, haven't I've you? I've been playing chess. Yeah, I'm not good. So you'll be – we can we, you can stream us playing chess, and you'll have easy wins, easy Ws <laughs> across the board, and well, then you'll feel good to- about yourself. No, we'll we'll have to like have a conversation while we're playing, at least somewhat, and so we'll both be bad. Oh, I like it. I <laughs> like it. Is this a Caitlin stream bundle buddies crossover yeah, stream yeah. episode? I love it. And I'll DJ while it's going on. It's yeah, like crying. Alex Perfect. will just be crying in the corner. <laughs> Crying on stream, baby. I love corn. <laughs> That's a. I don't think. I don't think anyone in the podcast got to hear the corn conversation. I think oh, I, did you? Okay, you're yeah, gonna cut that part out. No, I. I wasn't recording at that point. I wish I had. We were talking. I was showing them the raw power of the corn Woodstock '99 uh, performance of Blind, which is just like the the cataclysm. They call down like the fucking thunder when it goes. Like, oh, are you why? That is why 9-11 happened, I'm pretty sure. It's because <laughs> of Woodstock 99. I, the, one of the best things I ever heard was that the, the 90s actually ended on 9-11. That was mm. like the actual mm-hmm. day of the 90s. Because that's when the culture totally changed. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Everybody got real sad after that point. And Wes Anderson was crowned king of movies. He was like, don't worry, guys. <laughs> I've got it. I've got it. Um, I've actually, I've never, I've always avoided like the Call of Duty games and the war type games. Uh, just, I think because of that, because it's, it seems too close to like war stuff for me, but I feel like there's like, if you're doing it as a Twitch theme or as a Twitch thing, are do you, do you feel like sometimes you are, in what way do you feel like you're participating with like a game? like that like does it feel weird or do you feel like you're kind of like flipping it on its side um i'm i'm actually really glad you asked this question because i have to check myself all the time like i don't actually think it's fun i think it's Mm. funny that i'm doing it and i think all the time about like i'm i'm a 12 year old boy 
I'm at my friend's house. I'm, oh, he's playing Call of Duty. Now I'm playing it too. Like, and then just like the subliminal messaging of playing Warzone, which is a free game where you can like play people around the world, around the country. Mm. And it's like very much like you are fighting some kind of like ambiguous, like Middle Eastern enemy. Yeah. You are like an American soldier. And so I can't help but like ache a little bit at just like, what what kids are absorbing and like i just remember kids i went to high school with in texas were like you know gearing up to join the army and like mm. it is it really is like advertising i mean it's a free game and so i hate that and yeah. and i think it's like you know old me would be like oh i don't want to play that right what uh do you so do you feel like as you're playing it you're you're subverting that in some way or is it is there still a little bit of kind of like like guilt in simply in participating well i mean i guess i guess the best example of how i handle it is um is if i'm doing well which i don't but if i'm doing even kind of well where i like kill somebody I'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I, it's like I don't want to be doing it. It's how I play Buck Hunter. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I didn't mean to. Like, so it's very much like a. It's not just like fun for me, and I, mean, I think that kind of keeps people. It keeps it light, you know, where it's not. Yeah. Just like, why are we, you know, or no one's asking why we're playing this game? But yeah, like, it's are strange, you, right? Yeah. Are you yeah. interested in like exploring that? A little more or in terms of like because i know as a performer you have a lot of experience uh, in clowning specifically and sort of being present and like do you view streaming as sort of exploring what you're doing right now or are you interested in like going beyond it and like discovering a little more of it if that makes sense you, you know is it like is this like your character that you're living in the moment in right now in sort of this thing or is it like a larger like conduit for like this medium if that makes sense I think I know what you're asking. Um, It does feel very clown-like to me because um, I'm trying my best and I'm actually bad at it. Like clown (laughs) clown always thinks they're an expert. Like, and so I'm really trying here. Like I have a team down because it's my friends. Like we're talking on like a headset. And so, but they know what it is with me. Like if they're playing with me, we're not going to have a good game. They're not going to do a good job. And it, and, and, I think what's heartening about it is the response that we get is like people really like it. Mm. Like people that ordinarily watch my friends play call of duty and they're good at it. And those people watch them. They, for a different reason, like to watch it when I play call of duty. That's cool. That is really cool. Okay. And so to to try transmogrify that even more, like, so that's the, the character you're inhabiting now, this like performance of like this sort of like, reality like this denial of reality where it's like oh i'm watching someone who's actually bad at this but they're so present and they are actually trying even if they know they are bad at it you know what i mean sort of like living in this sort of space what about playing a game that you actually liked you know on twitch or, or something like that or like exploring that a little bit more is that something you're interested in or is it more like sort of you're chasing this this character you're inhabiting this moment you're inhabiting so many people approach approach twitch as like 
an extension of like their personality and they are building a brand, you know, so that you, you log in to see them on Twitch and like they're, you know, they'll play different games. They'll do this, they'll do that. And like the way you're approaching it is like, you've kind of created this persona and this character that's very close to yourself that you're inhabiting, you know, and, and that's what you're exploring right now. But my question is like, are you interested in like, do you see something beyond that? Or for you right now, is it like, I'm going to just see where it goes and exploring it that way? Like, would you ever like want to play a video game that you liked on the channel that like you would then in enjoy and interact with people in that way? Or is, is that not what it is for you? You know, that's, I guess that's what I'm sort of curious about. There's a lot of different flavors of it because mm -hmm. I, um, I can't just play call of duty all the time. Like it's really exhausting yeah. and I, it's kind of like, if I play too much, I think too much about it, and um, and then it's not fun for me. So yeah. I do play other games. Um, I I started out streaming The Sims Four. <laughs> it's just not a good streaming game. It's like not that great. And but I used to just like playing it. But I think I found more of my my stride with doing College University Radio Station, where it's like right I'll play right like a game of solitaire or like i'll play like chess while i'm playing music and it's more of like a bedtime vibes thing which is way closer to self than like me going out on a limb and playing a game that makes me uncomfortable but um it's a little bit of all of it you know i've also tried to play um i've played like a nerdy game that's called divinity it's kind of like a D D. yeah like yeah sure so i yeah i'm really lucky that my friends just like play these games and I can just kind of hold their hand and like dive into their world. And it's just mm -hmm. like, and it's like an invitation for me to just like be myself or a version of that while we play these games that they actually like. So mm -hmm. I don't know what game I actually like that much. <laughs> <laughs> the experience of it. Are you, are you playing any games right now outside of Twitch? Like, or is it just all on Twitch? I It's all on Twitch because mm. it's, just like if I'm doing it, I might as well. Like that's what that's what it's for, you know. Yeah. I do two different things separately that I could do at one time. I also like am aware of like I don't know. I don't want to end up being just like a like a, too much of a streamer, you know. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, you'll have to like shave side of your head and like <laughs> yeah, you have to like get into like really cool looking, goofy looking controllers and shit like that get a crazy chair yeah <laughs> crazy chair that's no cra crazy chair the crazy chairs are so expensive too it's like 800 yeah. bucks for a chair if yeah, you're lucky I'm all set i'll get the problems that you get playing games without the chair thank you <laughs> do you think that you'll uh continue streaming after everything goes back to normal or is it just sort of like this is a quarantine thing well the weird thing is that i've started making money <laughs> Not a lot of money, but I've started making some money. So if it ends up being like lucrative or like a part-time job, then I, I think I would continue to stream. But I wish there was like, I mean, I, I recorded all of my Call of Duty games from the first month of me doing it. And so I'm trying to like find a way to make like a like something else out of that not mm. just like a compilation but like something artistic you know <laughs> like what's my little take on this moment like mm. but if if i continue to make money then i might have to stream for a while cool i love i mean i, I love the idea so much of like the way you've built out into exploring like more of your like genuine interests that, that, that's so cool to me like um 
I don't know. I just feel like Twitch is so much of the time people just go to it to get a very specific thing out of it. And that I, I absolutely love that people who might not be inclined for video games are now using it to, to explore completely different energies or ideas like that. Yeah. That makes me really excited. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, as a medium, it's like so flexible. It's like yeah. improv is of course. Mm, mm, a lot like improv. Yes. Something I've never done. <laughs> I mean, I think about that. I think about that a lot. Like uh, even doing this, like it's funny that you say that I critique games because like playing these has made me want to like it started making me want to learn coding so that I can actually. Make oh, I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. But well. I mean, you're like it's all not wasted. I think if we live our lives correctly, it, all of it made makes sense. Oh, that's heart heartwarming. Well, ex explicitly too, Eric, I know you to be someone who had like, you don't wear it on your sleeve, but you're very good at math. And like that part of your brain is something that, you know, like I would, it would be so cool to see if programming was something that like worked for you, you know? We'll find out. Hey, here we go. I'm making a commitment right now to think about it. <laughs> You'll be my 26th friend who something didn't work out for, and they went to a boot camp and became a programmer. <laughs> it's like every time, like my job work has just been like aggravating lately, and mm -hmm. every time it's like, hmm, what do I want to do now? Mm -hmm. Because turns out selling a screenplay the second time is hard. <laughs> Well, um, our our careers are like allergies. They change every four years. Oh, is that true about allergies? I've heard someone else say it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that about uh, taste, and that's been my experience, is that I used to not love lemons, and now I freaking love, I want lemons and everything. Give me lemons. Really? Yeah. I, I, lemon water is lemon, my favorite. Lemons? When life give, let me try again. When, okay. uh, never mind. <laughs> when, I, when I give you lemons, uh, I'll have some more, please. <laughs> I'm still very allergic to cats. I I would love for well, Camille would love for my cat allergy to just vanish. So don't tell her about the every four years allergies change thing. You can do um, you can do incremental exposure. Mm -hmm. Cats cat. Cats shit inside. I don't like the I don't like the whole litter box thing. I love the litter box thing. <laughs> it's such a deep smell that it goes past your nose and into your eyes and brain. Okay. I, <laughs> it, is so, it is so deep and so pungent. I have never felt closer to anything. I, and I'm, I'm a um, babysitter that deals with human fecal matter often. <laughs> I, uh, I, I cats it for uh caitlin for like two days while uh her and uh her boyfriend were camping um and your cat's fucking awesome that was Thanks. so fun it was so fun to come and just play with your cat for a little bit i cat sit for some family friends who are out here too and uh, their cats one of them was like pretty cool and got used to me after a while and the other one like ran from me every time and if her litter box wasn't clean enough she would shit like in a really inconvenient spot like i went specifically to like fuck with me it was I wild babysat a kid that shit in the family's litter box a Often kid or one yeah time? like the child once just like he <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like got caught squatting and was, like, trying it out squatting <laughs> baby oh no <laughs> That's why, I, that's why I don't babysit anymore. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's just like that's too much. Caitlin, do you have an all-time favorite video game? 
I can't believe I'm about to say this because oh. I haven't beat it, but <laughs> um, I really like the Nancy Drew computer games. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> what are those like? What kind they, of games are they? Uh, this is a perfect segue into the games we played, but they are, they're point and click games. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, it's very much like walk around, get upset, find one thing, it changes everything. <laughs> Go talk to the lady. She's not there. Come back later. She's there. Like, was was so there a specific one that you like to play? Do you remember like a name, or was it just like sort of the general point and click Nancy Drew games? Um, there was one that had to do that was kind of like in a in a Victorian house. That cool. I think that might Ooh. be a clue to what it's called. Ooh. <laughs> and, uh, and then there was one that was like at um it was like a snowy manor that I played. Um and again didn't beat him. Uh, <laughs> so you don't know the months of my life spent, but no yeah, idea who committed any of these crimes. <laughs> I just remember like it was the summer and my mom was like off teaching, so I had to stay with my grandma and I got to like use her work laptop and I just like I think Part of the reason you like things or games is like where you're at at the time. Yeah. And I think I really just like connected with that moment. It was like prime, like reading chapter books, like loving Nancy Drew and then being like, holy shit, I'm playing a Nancy Drew game. <laughs> I'm not alone. I mean, I am. Would you still remember me? Okay, here we go. This week's game. <laughs> Uh, copyright, 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 um, copyright. We played three games this week, and it, like you said, Caitlin, it's very appropriate. You mentioned the classic point-and-click adventure because two of the three were point-and-clicks. Uh, why don't we start with Veritas, an adventure puzzle, atmospheric escape game with exploration, first-person, uh, mystery, sci-fi, single-player, and suspense elements uh, developed by Glitch Games. Veritas is a game of mystery and discovery from Glitch Games, creators of the Forever Lost trilogy, that poses the question, what is truth, and does it even matter? Having volunteered to take part in a study conducted by Veritas Industries, you now find yourself waking up in a small room with no memory of what happened the day before. Yeah, so this is, it's like a spooky, you know, um, yeah, point-and-click, just nice little puzzler almost escape roomy kind of yeah yeah kind of game roomy that's a very that's a great way to look at it that's uh, what i was gonna say oh i'm sorry oh, I'm... Caitlin, anything else you want to say really quickly before eric steals the rest of your good <laughs> um just that it's kind of like a really fun point and clicky escape roomy <laughs> um it's spooky yeah uh, yeah it starts yeah. with like uh, somebody you know someone getting maybe grabbed and taken away and uh and from there it just it gets darker and more spooky caitlin what'd you think uh i i will say i played this game on twitch and my viewers really liked it this oh game nice is, it's pretty cinematic um it's it is like an escape room it's you know you know when the map expands though later like for a while you're like in your room and then like you're in the hall and it's smaller, mm -hmm. but you have to like get all these clues. And then the map expands. That was kind of like really intimidating for me. Okay. Uh, so I actually, that's about when I stopped. I liked this game. Um, I thought it was so like eerie and the puzzles were like, like kind of, 
perfect in the sense that they were like, I was confused. I wasn't confused for too long, figured it out, you know, got Mm -hmm. to like the flow to it. I feel like with a game like this, it's so if you're developing it, it's so you're so reliant on whether or not somebody is going to be able to solve the puzzles. Right. Like, uh, and, and that, um, I think it's like, it's got to be hard, right? Because that it's, you're really putting so much of the experience in the hands of the user, which I guess is true about all games, but I had a good time with these because they felt, um, they felt like just outside of intuitive, Mm. right? Like where it was just like, I got to just dig a little bit more. Um, I got aggravated because there were some graphic elements that weren't working with my game. Like mm-hmm. my oh. camera, every time I took a photo, like it was a 50, 50 chance that the photo that I took with the camera in game uh, would show up. And then sometimes mm. it was just like cut off halfway. Oh, up. Man. And which is, that's so frustrating because that's so important to the way the game is played. You yeah. know, like you, you really have to be able to remember the certain elements. Yeah. So like I've got, here on a napkin, like my little like the dots, the dots yeah, and arrows. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a madman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I I so I, I played was playing the Mac build for it and uh, actually uh, couldn't play most of it. It, Whoa. it it froze out quite a number of times and actually like kind of broke my Mac in a way that a lot of games haven't yet. Like it, it wasn't just that it was too slow. My my computer like was too slow to run it which is too bad but like also it would freeze up one of my screens and like actually like jibble it in sort of like a glitchy way where it's like oh shit like it's like my system fucked up and i couldn't get anything to work except for rebooting it so it 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 bricked me in a in a pretty annoying uh way so i actually experienced the game by watching uh playthroughs on youtube Wait, so um, did you were you able to load it again and but you could start from zero? Yeah, I was able to start that from zero. That is so frustrating. I did it a couple times where I would start over and then I was really like pretty much able to like solve the first room before like basically anytime there was animation. So I learned like to avoid the animation sections as much as possible and then like it would just happen, you know, like you'd climb into the duct and then it would start glitching again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I wasn't able to get it to work, which is too bad. But to be totally honest, I don't, this game, um, if you zoom out far enough, it's a lot like mist, you know, it's basically just like a static image where you're clicking around to like collect certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about we'll talk about another point and click adventure in a little bit where you're an actual character that's guiding the screen but this like it's saying the description is a first person kind of thing and i just don't love those sorts of games like in general like the the puzzle elements to me um don't it's just i get frustrated too quickly it's not the way my brain works that i enjoy actually unraveling these sorts of things so i didn't love this game explicitly but but Listen, listening to you guys talk about it is fun and makes me feel like, oh yeah, it's escape rooms. This is people freaking love this shit, you know. <laughs> well, don't feel bad because I have the same reaction to these kinds mm. of puzzle games where I don't like feeling dumb. 
Right. And I feel like sometimes with these games, like you feel dumb for so long. Mm. And then all of a sudden, like the pain is over. You figured it out. And then it's so fun. You're like, yeah, wow, I've really done it. And then <laughs> and then you're just like right back to feeling dumb again for the next thing. So I will say that like playing this on stream was really helpful because I had like 11 other eyes on it and people were like, Oh, go maybe go here. Try this. Try that. So it was kind of like the vibes of like going to someone else's house and like all crowding around a computer and like That's playing fun. a game together. Totally. Yeah, but I I totally know what you mean about the the being alone thing, and you just have to figure out this puzzle and getting so mad. How far? So how far did you get, Caitlin? Um, I got to the part where you could go to like the um, where you see the body, like. There's like the the ramp down, and then there's the two rooms to the right and the left, mm. and um and it seemed, I mean, I felt so dumb. It got really hard all of a sudden, <laughs> and I I was just like, I don't know, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, I don't know if it's within me, a college graduate, a writer, <laughs> a thinker, like a, a human driver of the road. I don't know if I can do this game anymore. <laughs> so yeah it's tough tough stuff yeah no i i i like these types of games this is and and i had a an uncle who had like a mac laptop and i feel like the only he like had a bunch of these like weird kind of spooky point and click adventure games yeah i've never beaten any and i rarely can like actually figure out the puzzles in them like my there's just something about like like puzzle working through stuff that like I'm very much attracted to, but I've never actually tried to like spend the time to like really get good at them. Mm. So I'm like, Oh, those images and those images. Cool. And I feel like satisfied <laughs> where it's like, I found the two images. Do I, did I put the like clues together? Like, absolutely not. But I, I, know. Theory, I understood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's sort of usually where I get to with like things like this. But I thought that the, um, like the, um, the aesthetic of it and the sort of like creepiness of it was very effective. They maybe yeah. he they maybe went a little too far in like one of the rooms is like so bloody. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it was creepy. Yeah. yeah, like it just it was like maybe too much. And then even in the game, they were like, "This thing's got a lot of blood in it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you did. Well, one of the things that the uh, the like playthrough didn't do was like it would go through the notes super quickly, so I didn't get to get a sense of the backstory at all. How did that sort of like add up as you were discovering more notes with more like written stuff? Like, do you feel like annoyed. it was coming together a little bit? No, I was I was just like, where did Bay get this ribbon to tie this? <laughs> I was just, like really caught up in like the mechanics of it, yeah, and um, and I was just annoyed because. I, I'm like, you know, you know how we like watch a movie and we're like, he did it. She's bad. Like, and I was just like, it's me. It's me. I'm the killer. I freaked out. I freaked out. I killed everybody. Like, <laughs> and then like, it just wasn't adding up to what I thought it was. And then I was like, I'm not even going to, this isn't the, this isn't the game I'm playing. Like the story yeah. is not the game. Like the game is like finding the arrows for, you know, the rat plug in or whatever. Like you got to play the game to know what that means. Um, so, uh, final thoughts. What do you think? Is it a pass or a play for you guys? Uh, Caitlin, you want to start? 
Yeah, I think it's a total play. Yeah, I think it is. Um, th- the production value was pretty good. Like, if you want to play a game with like some interstitials, if you want to play a game with like a little mystery, a little um, insinuated violence, it's kind of titillating, titillating, titillating in that way. Um, don't play it at night if you're alone, my God. <laughs> or do I? I don't know. Play it. Just play it. Uh, I'll say for me, I'd say it's a play for sure. I mean, just to get a a flavor of what these kinds of games are like, uh, I don't think I'll, this is not my cup of tea, so I usually won't go back to it, uh, something like this. But, you know, if if you miss escape rooms, I, I, calling it that actually opened it up for me in a, in a like totally different way where it's like, oh yeah, I don't really like escape rooms, but a lot of people do apparently considering they're opening up in every city Mm. all over the country before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So if you like escape rooms, this is like a nice little substitute. Like you're trapped and you're sort of unlocking puzzles to get you further and further out as you interact with your environment and discover clues. It's a COVID safe escape room. (laughs) Well, we don't know how it ends, so maybe it's not COVID safe. Not oh my god! Outside. It ends with like a human being coughing on you. Yeah, the, the game. <laughs> the game gives you COVID. It's like the the ring. <laughs> Wait, oh, so yeah. is that a play from you, Alex? Or is yeah, that a it, not it, play? it is a play? I I'll, I won't give a game that's like this well made a pass. Probably in this. My mind. Yeah, I mean, I think that you're right. Just like, in spite of some of the aggravating elements because i was also playing on a mac right and so i think that the probably the coding for the mac was not um not a priority as as it seems to be for most Mm -hmm. game designers and um so that was aggravating to me and i despite that i felt myself like really wanting to like return to this game so that i could try to like do that thing that you were talking about caitlin where you're like feel dumb and then push through like that like mm-hmm. little element of like i yeah problem solving yeah and which sometimes i really like in games and sometimes i get aggravated and i'm like i just want to be a car playing soccer can't i just be a car playing <laughs> soccer um, well i'm all about that hint button i mean that's oh that's yeah i was hint all over H. it <laughs> um but yeah it's fun aesthetically really uh cool gruesome spooky you know i i think spooky games are good and they have an effect on me that is visceral i get i get creeped out by it so this this game is a play go for it i think you know get out there don't get covid and play play this play this game i'm trying to i'm looking at my (laughs) notes and seeing if there's anything that i uh Oh, yeah, there's a little bit of confusion about like what direction I'm facing. Okay, this is this is that one thing. <laughs> you know, like where you're in the vents and they're and they're yes, like yes. and like you go back, but like you go back, but suddenly you're like looking forward again. There was a little bit and I think that like, that's a hundred percent like indie gamer, they didn't like maybe make one or two more like when turnaround images and yeah that should have been like a bended arrow yeah yeah so there's like a little bit of like clicky confusion going on there okay that is my critique other than that this is a play wow this guy escaped or these guys escaped (laughs) scot-free great to see (laughs) well Uh, we have a new uh we have a new sound a sound cue for three plays play it It just happened, Adette. We had a good time with it. Next up, speaking of point-and-click adventures, we have Nelly Kudalot's Spoonbeaks Ahoy, an adventure puzzle comedy game uh, that's a point-and-click. 
by Application Systems Heidelberg. Uh, Nelly Kudalot, a fearsome pirate and lover of tiny and adorable creatures, is charged by the spirit of a dead buccaneer to investigate the mysterious disappearance of a uh, fleet of birds known as Spoonbeaks. Her adventure will bring her face-to-face with nefarious Baron Widebeard as she uncovers corruption and wanton punning in the barony of Meath. Meet a cast of oddball characters and solve puzzles in this delightfully witty point-and-click adventure game. Um, I'm so curious what you guys thought about this, because this game, like, more than almost, like, anything else we've played is, like, so specific and, like, knows exactly what it is and really delivers on what that is. And it's explicitly a question of whether you like it or not. Like, whether you think, like, what it is is obnoxious or you don't, you know? Like... That I mean, that's really the only way you can critique it because it is the kind of nerdy, dorky English humor. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that is that is it in a nutshell. It's sort of like you know, quibbly, sort of like silly, irreverent, but also very sarcastic, tongue firmly in cheek. You know, that sort of stuff. It's so goofy and like weird. What did you guys think? I Eric hated so- it. <laughs> and you know what's funny is that like there's there's like an intro clip of the designer (laughs) he shouldn't have done that he should not have done that but it makes me it makes it really hard to um because we've been we've been tagging some of the designers or the game designers too right and so it's like and then you see their face and it's so funny to really not like a game but like have the designer like just have the person there who like kind of introed it and be like what do i even say because i think you're right it is so much like do you like this no okay like move on with your life right like and that's like and yes i don't know caitlin what did you think I was reminded of a game I played as a kid called Math Blaster. Did you oh, guys yeah. play Math yeah. Blaster? Math Blaster. Yeah. Um, there was like a pirate one that was educational. And this was a pirate game that was not educational, <laughs> but with the same sort of like child playing this game uh, vibe. Yeah. And I, I almost thought it was funny. Like it was just a lot of almost, you know what I mean? Like, I almost liked it. I almost understood it. Like, but I just, first of all, the game crapped out after Uh, a certain point without me having been able to save it. And um, I played it on stream and people thought it was really funny. Like they thought (laughs) it was funny, but not, not on purpose. Like not for Mm -hmm. the reasons that maybe Alistair hoped people would think it was funny. It does feel like a kid's game, right? So, yeah, like, right there's right. so I think there's a little bit of me be who's that's like, no, but like, I don't like other than like cars playing soccer that have rockets on them, I don't play kids' games. Uh, and so, like, a li- there's a part of me that's kind of like, oh, this is sort of like aesthetically for children, right? Mm-hmm. It definitely feels that way. It's the the. J- it is a game that I think I would have absolutely enjoyed when I was younger. Like, sure. Specifically, English uh, sensibilities and humor really appealed to me when I was like 10. You know, like that was my favorite kind of, seriously, that's my favorite kind of shit. I loved it so much. And this game, it, it 
really feels that way, you know, mm. like when you're playing it. Um, I even think it, it existed for a lot. This was is like the HD remaster of it. So it was written at a time when this sort of thing, the point and click thing was like much more maybe like widespread or was like just coming out of like fashion, if that makes sense. So like it would have been exactly the kind of thing that like a child would have found online and then like really enjoyed playing. And mm. you would have played it at like sleepover and then all of your inside jokes with your friends would have been about that for like two months or something like that. Oh, you know? sure. Yeah. Like I imagine yeah, totally. if if somebody showed me Homestar Runner right now, I would probably fucking hate it. Right. Like right, having right, never exactly. seen it before, but like, yeah, no, there was definitely a point for like six months where that's all we could quote. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I do think Captain Rehab is a inspired joke. That was one <laughs> of the, the jokes puns in it that, uh, oof. Yeah. And then immediately after there's some kind of a, a cod joke. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The Da Vinci cod. Oh, I wrote down some things cod. I thought were, were funny. Oh, let's hear them um okay the eye hook come oh, on God. i was like what year <laughs> yeah. is this yes well that's that's the point is like i think that i think it's from like 20 2003 when that's right. like people are still making i like lowercase i uppercase thing Next jokes letter. you know like the ipod pirate dvds they had a lot to say <laughs> yeah. about pirated dvds and the, <laughs> and it wasn't just once it was like no. I mean that's that's a a wonderful taste of the humor in the in there. Mm -hmm. right, Caitlin, do you have more? Sorry, I'm interrupting yeah. you. Um, there was a Soviet Russia joke. Oh. Do you guys remember? She no. Was like, what is this Soviet Russia? He was like, "Why?" She's like, "Well, there's a lot of vodka around here." Oh like, yeah, in the bar. You know, yeah. Slippery parent humor. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah I. So we I sh we should back up for a second because the premise is basically you're playing this woman Nelly Kudalak. It's this it's this very colorful island, and you are kind of walking around, uh, clicking on stuff, learning things, and interacting with stuff, commenting on things. She is like a classic smart aleck, so she always has a point of view or something funny to say about a certain sort of thing. Um, there was one point that I thought was hilarious when she was talking about how big that woman's butt was. Yes. That was wild to me. I I was like, I've seen a lot of booty in my time. I wrote that down. Um, and, and it turns out later that, that she, her having a big butt is important for the story because. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, now I like this. Well, oh, I didn't I, get that far. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it, but basically, like, you have to put together a flag and you end up using a pair of uh, spoilers. So, watch out if you're not going to be playing anymore. But you have to use a pair of her underwear as the big flag. So, it's not just making fun of her for having a big butt. Her having a big butt serves the story of the plot, but still, not very something you get away with in 2020. Yeah, and very, very English. Like, having no problem saying, like, you got a fat ass, lady. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, right. unbelievable. Oh, wow. I, how much did you play, Alex? I played quite a bit. I probably I, I played through. Um, I got onto the island, uh, and then kind of played up to finding out who was in the leper colony. Okay, and getting into the mine, and then came out of there and had to put together basically. There's a leper colony, and you have to figure out how to get. And more spoilers: leper colony turns out to be leprechauns, which is kind of charming, and then. <laughs> You, they're completely it's not devoid. Mean. It's not as mean as it um, you have to sort of get their spirit back, so you have to create a flag for them, and then that's where you start to walk around and put together the parts of the flag. And I don't know, like it. 
point and click adventures, I think, are, are can be really, really cool. And uh, this one didn't really do it for me. But at the same time, like, uh, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's like, the, again, it's like a well-made game. It's a well-made version of this. And it feels like kind of a cool, smaller point and click, if that makes sense. Like, the stakes are pretty low. And it's really focused on delivering its brand of humor. And it does that very effectively, even if I think it's kind of corny. You know what I mean? I can't really fault that thing. Yeah, I feel like the writing really came first in this game. Big time, yeah. Yeah, and I and maybe uh, in an excessive amount. Like there was, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, just from the, like the very begin, like there was just it was very verbose, right? There was a lot totally. of talking yeah. in it, and so there were points where I couldn't necessarily figure out what to do next in the game, and I and got frustrated by like how much dialogue I had to sit through in order to try yeah, and like totally, totally. find that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I even played through again today because mm-hmm. I was like just frustrated at how I didn't get super far mm-hmm. and I couldn't figure out the pyroglyphics thing. Oh, I went online and cheated to do that. <gasps> I feel like I did everything except for cheat. I did everything. You know what I mean? And that, that part was, was like genuinely dumb again. Thing. Yeah, well, and like... now that we're talking about that, it's like to if you're a child who figures that out, oh my fucking god, congratulations! You know really? what I mean? Like, like I can't imagine being a kid and be able to figure that out because even looking at that now, I was like, oh, this is so hard. Like the 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 way to figure it out you'd have to just sit there for like hours looking at it and clicking through i i would have never been able to but if you're again, ch- maybe right. maybe english people are just smarter you know Look, what i mean if naturally you're a, can if you you're tell a... me what it what it is can you just tell us um i can i'm sure i could pull it up i'll tell you off mike okay okay if you're a child who can figure it out hashtag well done kid add us on bundle buddies we'll shout you out in the show we'll shout you out yeah that's exactly right we will absolutely shout <laughs> you out must be under the, the age of 15 yeah 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 yeah. we don't want any 16 that's when you old. really come online <laughs> uh, <laughs> should we get to final thoughts yeah yeah uh i'm i am a pass for this one uh, it's if you enjoy silly British humor, I, I think, you know, you can you can take a, a dabble in it. But it, it, it does feel sort of like like a, an especially silly version of British humor. Caitlin, what about you? I as I said, I played it twice um, and didn't beat it, of course. But um, <laughs> the first time I played it, I think I would have been a pass. And then um, I just kept thinking about it. And it's that like. <laughs> It's that thing of like, it kind of was an earworm. It was my brain. And I was like, I could do it. I could do it. And I played it again. So I guess it's a play, right? Right. Like, I love yeah. it. <laughs> so like, you got me, Alistair. Here I am. I might even, I might even try to get as far as Alex got. Well, boot it up on Discord. Let's play it together. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might try. I might try to do that. Yeah. I, so for me, it, yeah, I just, I think from like the, get you know that just sort of like feeling where you it it was like watching grease 2 <laughs> with your wife and my wife the other day alex when you decided to, you know, <laughs> to go do a zoom improv show it was just like from jump i knew that this was just not a thing for me and then like you know and, and then you try to find the like little bits that maybe you're going to be attracted to but like i i couldn't really figure out how to do 
sort of some of the bare minimum stuff and I couldn't dig through a lot of the dialogue in order like I just couldn't stomach some of the dialogue in order there's to not much it. to this game other than the main plot I mean the, it's it's the writing and then un, like figuring out what's going to happen very quickly but there's not there's no exploration element really it's it's very small like location wise in terms of what you can actually do and yet and I could not really progress very far <laughs> at all I will well, say so I do have a like a general critique for if i if like there's dialogue and you have um like you get like dialogue options mm -hmm. and there's and you're like one is to like exit the dialogue with someone i don't want that to i want to be able to say goodbye and then move on and yeah. i don't want to have a conversation with somebody where i say like goodbye in whatever like parlance and then they like have a conversation with me like i'm trying to move through the game especially <laughs> especially when so much of this game requires you to go back and just test people yeah to, like, and it's like did, what's changed did like, a new dialogue like, bubble open up yeah like okay goodbye what do you mean goodbye no i mean goodbye like oh yeah. like, <laughs> no i just a lot of time spent you're yeah. right uh, yeah, that's a good rule. I mean, we've got the spike rule and that. Those are two very good, I think, design <laughs> element video game rules so far. Um, Just... Okay, so we're uh, two uh, passes in the play, um, and mine's borderline, but like, yeah, it's, I would it's say a... two and a half passes. Yeah, two and a half passes. Well, I I also have sort of like a half pass. So we're together. We're like one play, uh, one past um and next the game that i was most interested in talking to you guys about this week is in my friend carrie's car a short experimental text-based autobiographical game focused on college depression eating disorders mental health mental illness and ocd from violet elder um description in my friend carrie's car um oh excuse me in my friend carrie's car is an autobiographical text-based game while driving one town over to buy some plants with a friend you find yourself thinking back on some things that have happened over the last few years this game discusses some of my experiences being mentally ill. Every day, everybody experiences mental illness differently. This game is representative of some aspects of my experiences and no one else's. Both of our experiences are valid, even if they look nothing alike. Um, I, th this, you know, th this is the sort of thing that I open up and am completely fascinated by. It's the sort of thing that I was hoping we would get a lot of in the bundle because it's a text-based game uh, that uh, basically... There, there's really very little actual game to it. It's using this as like a medium to kind of explore uh, their thoughts. And really it's more of like an interactive writing exercise than it is mm -hmm. anything yeah. else, like a short story that you can sort of have some interaction with, but it creates a very specific mood uh, through sound and the images and the way it's all displayed. And you're just clicking through and deciding kind of what you want to do, but there's no really like branching off of decisions. No decisions you make affect it. It's just you can elaborate on something and then keep on going or keep on going. And uh, that's it. Like you either elaborate something that you're talking about or you keep on going or you elaborate and keep on going. And it's possible to play the whole game through. You just keep on going the whole way through and don't elaborate on anything. Or you can elaborate off everything and then return to the spine of the story the whole time. Um, what did you guys think? Yeah. Um I mean the the like soundscape and imagery I think is cool and it was very evocative in sort of like you you open up and you start and it's just these tiny like little lights that feel like lights in a distance and then like this kind of just like car driving sound and I think like that to me was the most um sort of effective aspect about it and then otherwise it's just sort of a kind of like click through sort of 
story and the story um i guess it was not it was all, like i don't know I, it wasn't my cup of tea but also just sort of not like i don't you know, I, I, I'm not going to go hard on this one. <laughs> right. No, I was well, gonna be it's, it's explicitly like it's autobiographical. So it's this person sharing their experiences. It's like reading diary entries. more. Or less. Yeah. It it's, felt it's like, like reading like, a yeah, live journal. It's, like it's extremely it, personal. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I, I think you can critique it as a game separate from recruiting the actual the, the content of, of them. Just mm-hmm. just so you know, I, I, I will support you on that. OK. Uh, Caitlin, what do you think? So I, I was reminded of like the first time I found like a forum online, Uh Yeah, you know, like you're like at the family computer, it's like, you know, past your bedtime, you're like reading, like, you're just kind of, you kind of get sucked into a place like, yeah, exactly. And for that vibe, I totally appreciate it. I love your comparison, Alex, to a live journal. It's like, um, it feels familiar without um without feeling like personal to me but i could tell it was really personal to the person who wrote it mm-hmm. and yeah. in that way it almost felt kind of um like it wasn't really removed in the way that a lot of writing is like that like step of removal and so it, it is very very intimate like yes. for better or worse like I, and I played through the game twice because I wasn't sure if I did it wrong because mm-hmm. it was over. Like, it's not a long game. No, it's really quick. No. It's kind of like reading a short story. Um, so I did it a couple of times because I was like, wait, is there a way to like win? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe like mental illness, there's, you know, the only way to win is to just Click keep, keep on surviving. You just keep on, you just yeah. keep on doing it. Yeah. I um I this is this is like for me the kind of like I said earlier I just I love shit like this because while it it doesn't really pass the idea of of being a video game or something like that maybe like I still what what you're saying Caitlin is something that really like speaks to me like I was drawn into this so strongly so quickly and like you said, it, it wasn't my experience, but I related to it in a very specific way in that I have also had experiences that have felt like, um, not, not, I, I haven't struggled with mental illness or OCD or uh, regular panic attacks or anything like that. I, I, I feel very, very lucky that's the situation, but I do remember what it was like in college to be surrounded about by people who were either experiencing that for the first time themselves, you know, or, you know, having your own feelings of being like young and in the world and feeling how large it was, you know, and, and it captured that a lot, especially like the Edinburgh stuff, just like the thought of like mm-hmm. being somewhere different or new, um, and had that happen or, you know, talking about, uh, the boyfriend coming up and like helping them move some stuff, uh, being in the car with your friend and driving places. I don't know. It just reminded me of being in the Midwest in the winter and being, 20 you know just like it like you're gonna you're spending weeks with like your girlfriend who is <laughs> who uh you know should be on medication and is not and like just like <laughs> what that felt like you know that this game does an incredible job of of really of really nailing that so i got so transported and so drawn in by this thing so much that i was like completely enthralled the entire time in a way that you know none of the other games did this week uh mm-hmm. so so 
in that way, it was even more effective than these larger, bigger games that are trying to convey more ideas and have so much more to them. This is like so much smaller and so much more effective in so many ways. Um, and that is something I just absolutely love. I adore it. Yeah. I mean, like it made me think that if, you know, like, like casual game design was bigger amongst my friends when we were like 15, like a hundred percent, like this right. would have been something that one of them made and I would have played and would have been right. like, this is great. It is so like, gutsy to put something so vulnerable like to mm-hmm. make that just so available and i and i and there's something interesting like if it if it was just a piece of prose then like the way that you would consume it would be so um just so passive i guess and then and but something happens when you introduce it to somebody as a thing to let you play through and maybe I'm not quite as comfortable with being allowed to do that. Yeah, totally. Um, because it, it, it sort of brings me into something where, you know, cause then it's like, you know, you want, you do want someone to get help. You want, you, you don't want it to feel like it's this sort of, um, exploitative kind of exercise right and um yeah i don't know the two options that they know which is like follow this thread or like stay in the car yeah and that's (laughs) not necessarily what you would do right so it's like fully through the lens of this author yeah maybe it makes me uncomfortable maybe that's what Mm -hmm. it is is i'm just like i I, I don't yeah i don't know maybe well, I, but but i mean it, it does it doesn't pass like a lot of your tests not not to speak for you entirely but like this is barely a game you know if we're being totally honest sure yeah and uh that doesn't bother me as much as it's like experiences have bothered you in the past it's just this is the caveat of being like it's barely a game and it's an incredibly personal um you know story that's like very vulnerable and brave to tell so yeah and, and the I, I, t- I totally see where you're coming from. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't meet your qualifications, but you're not comfortable ragging on something because like, this is a really, you know, this is a cool thing that this person did to even be this brave to make something like this, that is this vulnerable and dealing with stuff that's so stigmatized. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it seems very, I guess this is my last thought on it is Here like, it seems very feminine where mm-hmm. a lot of games don't and i've played a couple text-based games in my life and they they had like a weird a maleness to them there's like you know a certain like there's like sexuality in them like this was just really like not that it was something else and um and i think to edit what i said earlier about mental illness as a game like you can't really win mental illness, mm-hmm. you know, you just kind of deal with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, I understand what you're saying, Eric, about being uncomfortable playing it, but I am glad that it exists. And the people on my stream, I mean, I was just like reading it out loud and people were either like, what? Or just like, interesting, you know, it's like, it, it takes you in whatever, mm-hmm. whatever else it does. I don't know, but it takes you in. The only thing I'll say about it is like, the, the the only thing I'll disagree with Eric about what you said earlier is like the idea of 
writing something when you're 50 and I feel like there is an element of it that's like no one has ever felt like this before, you know, and this is like my version of that. There's something that like is itself like sort of like inherently dramatic in this in like a way when you're just dramatic when you're younger, you know, just mm -hmm. by sort of like nature of being that. And I didn't like I didn't feel that in this game, like the writing was very, very matter of fact and like very mature in how it dealt with um, sort of retelling the events of like mental illness and what happened. It didn't like glorify it or like it sort of laid it out in a really nice way. It wasn't dramatic, um, but the act of making a game about it is glorifying it or dramatic in some way, you know, like that puts it out there and, and puts it on a pedestal in a way that's like, that's different. So I see what you mean. I just, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's like, quite the the same thing as like a, a live journal in that live journals were associated with sort of like seeing kids and like their silly feelings and this is like very real big feelings explored in like a cool way but the very act of exploring it in a cool way does kind of raise it to those sorts of levels so if that makes sense like I, yeah no i mean i don't think i i meant like how petty you know this person is putting their emotions um you know, my friends who had live journals were incredible writers. So, like, they mm -hmm. were really good. Uh, <laughs> that was not that my experience with it. Yeah. Stream, yeah. <laughs> um, 2003. But it is it is that just sort of, like, that raw, visceral feel. I think that the reason the that it's like, the yeah. rawness and then uh, combined with the mundaneity, the mundaneness of, like, what actually was happening, right? Like, mm -hmm. that this is just, like, a drive so that's what made it feel and i yeah i don't know that i mean it in a um derogatory way sorry you were you were doing your final thoughts no 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 i i specifically called you out so thanks for addressing it and like i'm glad you didn't uh you didn't mean it in a derogatory way i'm glad you explained that um <laughs> but just to be like super eric's canceled well no. I, yeah no i mean i think there's, there's a little bit there's always this tension right between like critiquing and uh and just trying to accept these things for what they are and and now that we are kind of letting people know that we are reviewing their games uh i there is like a hesitance on my part and and you know like this is something where somebody was being very intimate and it was not my cup of tea and for me it's probably um i don't know it's 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 like a haunting past right like i'll probably mm -hmm. think about this game more than most of the things that mm. we've encountered. But I do think I want a little bit more than um, I, for me, like to interactive fiction has to really stand out for it to, to be something that I'm like, yep, this is a thing that I recommend. And, and that's totally. just a, uh, that's just my own weird bullshit. And Not enough knock, knock jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my problem with Sorry, it, too. I, uh... There were no spikes, no knock, knock jokes. Um... I'm, I'm, like, dabbling in OCD personally, but, like, uh, not enough. Um, not enough I, ha -has. I'm, I'm, like, I'm such a hard play on this, like, yeah. you know, it breaks my keyboard. This is this is the shit I love so much. Um, uh, Caitlin, did, did you say if you were a play or a pass? Um, yeah, I, I guess I am a play. Yeah. I played it twice, so yeah. Yeah. So. Um, here's the last thing I'll say about it, or we, the last word on it from the thing. I, I just found this on the page, but this game was part of a six-month-long undergrad thesis project that looked at the autobiographical representation of experiences of mental illness in games as a potentially therapeutic practice. This game is influenced by therapeutic exercises in journaling and narrative formation to aid in the process mm -hmm. of traumatic memory. 
which is I think that says it all about what sort of what we were talking about. Like this that, felt it, really collegiate somehow. Now yeah. that you say that, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I don't know if someone just did that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, no, but Caitlin, to your point about this being a a more feminine experience, I think that there is a blind spot to me when we're playing these that's like oh yeah that i'm like a dude and i like dude things and (laughs) and i really wish in gender studies yeah fucking gender studies is such a dude thing uh no but yeah i but i do i do think that that that's an element to this that i kind of am not uh conscious of so thanks for bringing that up because i think that that's an aesthetic part of this too that is uh important to this thing yeah hell yeah um well those are the three games we played oh my god that was cool uh caitlin (laughs) uh where can people find you online or or what are you plugging i'm around i can be found if you if you want to stop by my twitch and see what the hell i'm doing um my name my handle is kate lard all one word. That's C A I T L A R D. Um, I guess I, when I made my username, I was like, I don't know, I'll probably change it, and then I never did. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm on Twitter. It'd be cool to see you there. Nice. Um, I'm on Instagram. I don't. I'm around. I have a website. Whatever. Well, we'll make sure to drop those links uh, when the episode comes out. Thank you so much. This was Thank great you. to have you on. Yeah, yeah it was fantastic. Thank you guys. Um, keep going i hope you make it to the 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 apple most listened to <laughs> pod you still have time before the end of the year oh, there we go yeah. oh we got to do a rush we have to rush it through i know please like and subscribe to get us to the top of the apple charts before the end of the year oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, fella, what a good time. Uh, Alex, you know what? I think that you and I are getting really good at this. I agree wholeheartedly. What was my thing last time that I said I I honestly spaced on what was the thing I said that was going to be good? I can't remember. I listened to it again. I think you said you were going to spank your butt and go, woo-hoo-hoo. That wasn't it. You're silly. Our guest next week is Claudio Saavedra, a good friend of ours, a person I perform with. He's not a gamer, really, so he brings a really wonderful, unique perspective. He didn't have a gaming machine, so uh, these things that we're about to draw right now are all uh, like browser games, uh, which is the first time. There's a bunch of them in the bundle, but it's the first time we had to like specifically specify that all of them need to be browser games. So mm-hmm. without further ado, let's draw those games. <laughs> The first game is Whipped and Steamy Cosplay Cafe, a visual novel dating sim erotic game uh, from Whales and Games, Bunny Copulation, Robin Hood PT, Jorge Game Dev, Polite Whale, and Musky Draws. Uh, next game, By Lamplight, an, uh, adventure so survival... okay. <laughs> an adventure strategy survival horror open source turn-based game by the Zandon Dr. Scrub and the Pens. Uh, Peck and Pixels is the third, a simulation 2D animals, chicken, cute egg, farming management game, pixel art, by Waving Walrus Games, and the ephemera of Evelyn Coot, or Cot, um, adventure interactive fiction 2D game by oh. Attempting Entertainment. Okay, Four games. Sweet. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. 
uh, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get uh, podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher. And uh, take a second to leave us a review, please. It really uh, is nice to read, and, and we love them. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Y'all are great. We're at uh, at bundle underscore bundles on Twitter, and uh, we love you. We love you. I love you, Alex. I love you too, Eric. Bye-bye. Bundle Buddies is produced by Alex Honnett and Eric Roth. Our theme song is Neo Shiki by Roll Music. Email bundlebuddiespodcast at gmail.com to say hi. Bye. Bye.